Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to be talking about confidence, all about how you can have confidence speaking English and why it's important to have confidence. So I've got some hopefully interesting tips on this in just a little bit, um, kind of based on my own experience. So I hope that's useful. I don't really have any news to share today, so I can get right into it really. The only thing I could say at the beginning here is just if you want to ask a question for the podcast, don't forget you can go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And on that page, you can leave an audio message and I will answer it on a future episode. And regarding Level Up English, the website is open now. You can see the podcast show notes and things like that. But some of the content is still being updated and added. So it's not a complete website yet. And the membership is currently closed. There's a lot of work going on over there. So if you're interested in joining, I expect it will be a few more days until that's open again. But thank you for your patience anyway. I will announce it on the podcast when it's open again. So thank you very much. Okay, so we can get into the topic today now, if you like. So the topic is all about confidence and how confidence leads to fluency. That's my statement at the beginning here. Confidence leads to fluency. So this is an experience I had, you know, still from my travels, like pretty much over one year ago now. I've still got so many ideas and notes from that time. It was such a a good time for me to be learning things and getting experience with languages. So I, I thought a lot about confidence at that time. And my takeaway was simple. It was this. Even if you are not confident, talk like you are. I think it's such an important thing to remember. And yeah, basically confident speakers always sound better than one, you know, those people who are not confident. Most of the time you'll be right anyway. I think that's really important to remember. So I'll give you an example. You could say something like, uh, uh, hello, my name was, uh, um, is, I mean is, Michael. So in that sentence, I said everything correctly, right? You know, I said one thing wrong and then I corrected myself. But the whole sentence, the grammar was perfect. But it was a little bit bad to listen to, wasn't it? It was a little bit annoying. Maybe some of you were getting impatient. Um, It's not so pleasant to talk to that kind of way of speaking, right? I could, on the other hand, say something like this. Hello, my name Michael. I made a mistake, right? I didn't say my name is Michael. I missed is. But I think you all understood what I meant. And I said it quickly and confidently. So think about it. And if you're not sure in English, think about your native language as well. Which kind of sentence would you be more willing to listen to? What kind of person would you like to speak to? 
And who do you think has the better English? Is it the person who spoke perfectly with hesitation or the person who spoke quickly and made a mistake? Probably most of you are saying the second, right? So confident and you know natural speed speakers usually or almost always sound better than those who speak perfectly very slowly. Um, and we're not talking about speaking quickly, we're just talking about speaking at a natural uh, speed. And in my experience, as I said before, even if you, you, you know, you're afraid you'll make some mistakes, most of the time you will be correct anyway. So just try it and have a go. And this is kind of my experience when I went to Thailand last year and I, you know, I didn't really speak any Thai. I learned all the Thai I knew when I was there. I didn't really do much study beforehand and it was quite challenging but I noticed how my confidence changed people's perspective of me. So I feel like I've mentioned this before somewhere. So if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, I apologize. I do a lot of talking, so I forget where I've said things. (laughs) But in Thailand, I would say hello to the security guard at my building and people in cafes, places like that. And I would just say a confident hello in Thai. And you know, maybe my pronunciation wasn't perfect. Maybe I didn't know anything else apart from hello. <laughs> or I could say, how are you? To the taxi driver, for example. And I said it confidently, as confidently as I could, because I didn't care. You know, I didn't have much time invested in the language. So I don't really care about impressing people. I just want to kind of be friendly and nice to people. And when I spoke confidently... I got a really good response. People smiled at me. People said hello back to me. They didn't seem to treat me like I was any different, like I was a foreigner. So that was nice. When I compare this to my experience in Japan, it's very different. So I spent many years learning Japanese. Um, Of course, my Japanese is much better than my Thai. But I had this kind of expectation on myself. Like I had to... I had to be perfect. Because I spent so much time invested in Japanese, I shouldn't make mistakes. That was my idea. And, you know, these should sentences are always very dangerous. So that was my idea. And when I spoke to people, I could say a lot more than I did in Thai, but I had a lot more hesitation. So I might say, you know, in English, it would be like this, like, uh, hello, could I uh, have... Uh, two umbrellas, please. So very uncertain, no confidence when I'm speaking, even though I should be more confident than Thai, right? So that was just this kind of false idea I had of myself, something I'm still struggling with to this day. It's, it's hard to get over that idea of, you know, you shouldn't make mistakes, because of course we should. It's a good thing. And of course people responded to me differently. They treated me more like a foreigner and they thought my Japanese was worse than it is perhaps because I sounded like I had no confidence. So I hope that story makes sense. I hope I explained it well. But yeah, so when I hear English learners, this is my opinion, but I really believe it. A B1 student, which is intermediate, who talks confidently 
is much more pleasant to listen to than a C1 student, which is advanced, who is always hesitating and second-guessing themselves. And that might be a bit controversial for some people. Some people might disagree. But I really think confidence goes a long way in making you sound more fluent and it will change how people respond to you. So I want to talk about faking confidence for language learning. I think it's something good to try. Maybe this is a good tip for life in general, right? To, to kind of fake confidence. But I've got some tips here on how you can do that as well. So first of all, I like to just pretend everything is just acting. You know, it kind of is in some way, right? People are just acting through life. They're not really being themselves. They're like just acting, pretending to be someone different to kind of fit in at work or not seem, not seem so strange, right? A lot of what we do is acting. And yeah, just pretend you're kind of an actor or actress in a movie and you're acting. So this is like a nice mindset to have to do that. So rather than thinking, you know, this language is part of me. If I get it wrong, it's really embarrassing. Try to have the attitude like, I'm just, act, I'm just speaking English because I'm acting in a play and I need to be as confident and eloquent as I can. That might help some people. And another tip is the more that you do it, the more you realize no one cares, right? So this is kind of my experience too. At first, it would be kind of very awkward, like trying to act confidently and speak with no mistakes. I kind of feel like an imposter almost, like I'm not really, it's not my real language level. But then the more I did it, it just felt better. And I realized no one really, no one cares. No one cares really how you act or what you look like or what you do. So that might help some people too. Yeah, I, I think a lot of this will be advice for just kind of getting over um, shyness and hesitation in general in life. So I might come back to that in a minute. Um, one tip that I love to do, um, yeah, which is just a general tip of not feeling awkward in public. Um, especially if you like games, if you're a gamer, think of people as NPCs. I love doing this. So an NPC means non-playable character. So these are the, the people in games who are not controlled by humans, but they're just people who you talk to in a game. Maybe they'll give you a quest or a mission to complete. But, you know, in the game, you don't care what you do in front of them. You, know, you can run around, you can act really strange in the game and they don't judge you because they're just programmed into the game. So it's kind of fun to have that mindset that everyone you see outside is just programmed into the world. You know, they're not real people. And of course it's probably not true, but pretending to have that mindset kind of helps you overcome any boundaries you have with your, with your confidence in general or speaking to people. You know, I had this a lot when I was traveling. I would feel very awkward about talking to new people and making friends. But then when I had this attitude of like people were NPCs, you know, someone talks to me in a cafe, rather than thinking, oh no, this is a person who's judging me and my language ability, I would just think, oh, this is just a character in a game and I have to talk to them to maybe accept my mission. And yeah, maybe it's a bit nerdy, but I found that quite fun. <laughs> 
Or maybe this is just the things I think about when I'm traveling alone and I have no, no one else to talk to. <laughs> okay, the next point is, as I said before, remember that people don't care about mistakes. I think I cannot say this enough because it really is good to remember. People care more about hesitation than they do about mistakes. That's really good to remember. The last one, again, general confidence tip is to change your body language and your self-talk. So this really does make a difference. I'm trying to do this more even today is just putting your shoulders back, putting your spine, which is the bone in your back, putting your spine up straight. And it just changes the way you feel about yourself. You feel more confident. You'll feel like you can speak more confidently and not be so afraid of what people are going to, or how people are going to judge you. And your self-talk, your inner self-monologue. So everyone, we kind of have this monologue in our head. We're talking to ourselves. And if you pay attention to that, it's usually quite negative. Like, you're not good enough. Oh, that person is looking at you. They're judging you. What are you doing? You don't belong here. All these kind of things. And a really good quote that I like is, you know, talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend. You know, some of the things we say in our own minds is really horrible and we wouldn't say it to a friend. So kind of treat our, our own minds like it's a friend. And once you kind of change the way you talk to yourself and change the way you are you know, existing and standing in the world, I think that can have an effect on your confidence when speaking English as well, even if it's just for your webcam at the moment. And as always, I, I don't really want to give advice from like a high up place today. I don't want to kind of say, I know better than you. This is what you should do. I'm really just giving some experience from my own life. So this is stuff that I feel like I have struggled with in the past and I'm still learning today because I have come a long way with my confidence. You know, if you told my teacher from school, that I'd be doing a podcast or teaching lessons. I don't think they'd believe me because I had no confidence back then just in general. And the only way I improved was just a little bit of practice here and there. And then you find momentum. So one of the things I did at first, and I'm going to say why this is relevant to language learning too, is I would talk to one stranger every day. This was my goal at some point, And it was a really big goal for me because it was terrifying. But that kind of made it exciting as well. So it wasn't basic, it wasn't, you know, have a conversation, it was just say something to a stranger um, outside of your ordinary routine. So it couldn't just be like, hello, in the supermarket, because that's quite normal. But if I then said to the cashier, which is the staff in the shop, if I said, how was your day? Something that, you know, we don't have to say a bit, something extra, that would count as my talking to a stranger. You know, maybe I'm just walking past someone in the park and I say, wow, beautiful, beautiful weather today. And they just say, yeah, it is. You know, usually that didn't lead to any conversation. Sometimes it did. Sometimes I ended up having long, long conversations after that. And I built momentum. So think of it like a snowball rolling down a hill faster and faster, picking up more snow as it goes. Once you do it once, you get the confidence, you get that good feeling, the endorphins, the hormones, whatever they're called, the chemicals maybe. 
um, the good feelings build up inside you and you want to do it more and more. So it just takes one little baby step to build your confidence. And think about how this can relate to language learning as well. So what can you do today that's a little bit scary that's going to maybe build your confidence in your speaking? This is maybe specifically about speaking. So maybe find someone you can talk to, do a little thing to build your confidence and find something good in what you're doing. Find some kind of uh, positive outcome to be happy about, like a little win and use that to build your momentum and go forward. I don't really have much more to say on this topic. Maybe it's a shorter one today, but I guess I could just summarize with this statement or this quote. Fake it till you make it. Maybe not everything in life works this way, but I think it's good for language learning. Fake confidence until you get really confident. And it worked for me um, to some extent. You know, it's still working, it's still in progress, but I really think it can work for you as well. So let me know what you think. Let me know if you disagree or if you agree. As always, the show notes page will be on my website at levelupenglish.school slash podcast. You can read all the notes on the blog. You can leave a comment to connect with me and that would be great. Okay, so for the final segment today, I want to say a big thank you to some podcast reviews and then give you one hopefully motivational or inspiring quote from my Level Up English Instagram page where I post a quote every week. Just a little bit of inspiration um, to help you with your learning while you're kind of scrolling through Instagram. So I've got two podcast reviews today that I want to share. One is from some a username called Shh8. So S-S-S-H-H-8. That's hard to say. And they just said grammar and vocabulary has become much easier. And the transcript is so helpful and such a good idea. Thanks a lot. That's great to hear. Thank you very much. And another one from Abby, who says, the best podcast I've ever heard. Keep going. Thank you for your support. I really do appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. It helps the podcast reach more people. And it's just very kind to hear all this support. And it really does motivate me to keep going. And I do have another review, but I'm going to save it for a future bonus episode because it's got some interesting things to talk about. It's quite a long review. So that'll be a good one to talk about maybe next time or in the future. To end today, let's have a look at a quote. And as I always will do in the reviews in the end section, I will pronounce this name incorrectly, I'm sure. I'm terrible with names. You don't have to tell me. I know I'm going to be bad at names. But this one is from Jiddu Krishnamurti. I think that was okay. Could be better, maybe. But anyway, so Jiddu Krishnamurti says, There is no end to education. It is not that you read a book, pass an examination, and finish with education. The whole of life, from the moment you are born to the moment you die, is a process of learning. So important to remember. I always like to remind my learners this, that learning English is not, you know, you will not just reach the end of your course and then reach your English goals. It's an ongoing process, and it's really good to have that attitude, that it is an ongoing process. Okay, well, I hope that was 
interesting and helpful and possibly inspiring as well. Thank you so much for listening today. Really hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.